you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and today, well, we got a great episode for everybody. Starting today is Super Bowl, well, Super Bowl countdown. I don't really know because we're missing a week of football, quote unquote, because the Pro Bowl is happening. And, you know, listen, the Pro Bowl is fun to watch occasionally, fun to put it on on TV and and see some of your favorite players get to play together, including Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, all of those guys will be there. Um, oh, it should be it should be a fun day to see the Pro Bowl, but obviously the big day that we're waiting up until Super Bowl Sunday. Now, to get to Super Bowl Sunday, you have to win in your championship game, AFC and NFC respectively. And that is what we're talking about today. Two teams moving on. Congratulations to the Rams. Congratulations to the Bengals on huge wins. Now, every time, you know, Colin Coward often does where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. We will be doing a little bit of our own, you know, where Michael was right, where I was right, where I was wrong. Um, of course, and that's going to be ingrained in the episode. We're going to start off, obviously, with the first game because the Bengals and Chiefs, I felt, I mean, of the two is the more entertaining, right? Not the the second game wasn't entertaining, but this one was. You know, this one had. You know, it was it was going. It was raring. Um, so let's let's jump into it. The Bengals defeated the Chiefs, twenty seven to twenty four in overtime. In Kansas City, to take down the reigning AFC champions, not from twenty twenty one, twenty twenty Super Bowl champions. Super Bowl runners-up of last season, Kansas City Chiefs. So, let's go through it. Um, this, so as you all know, and I said this in the podcast episode when I covered the AFC Championship game, and I, I believe I said, and I quote, I'm picking the Chiefs, I'm rooting for the Bengals. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. I had my Joe Burrow jersey on yesterday. I was rooting, I was rooting for Joey B, Joey Franchise, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow, Whatever you want to call him, I was rooting for them and him and the Bengals, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, Eli Apple, Chidobi Awuzie, Chris Hubbard, all those boys, everyone. Jesse Bates, everybody on that Bengals team, I was pulling for. And the reason why is, you know, listen, when your team 
when your team is out of the playoffs, right? When your team gets eliminated or your team doesn't make the playoffs, right? You have a decision to make. And it's, you know, usually you're you're rooting for a team that hasn't made the Super Bowl in a while or or hasn't won in a while or you're not or you're rooting for the underdog, right? And all three of those things are what the Bengals were, right? And I met and I talked about this in the episode when we did when we did the preview. And I said this. I said that this game will come down to whether the Bengals offensive line can protect Joe Burrow well enough during the game. Joe Burrow was not sacked once yesterday. And and I think that's a big part of the reason why the Bengals won. Give it up to the Bengals offensive line. Did they have a perfect day? No. But they, you know, he didn't get sacked. He was pressured. He was hurried. Yes. But they did a good enough job, an adequate enough job to keep, hey, Joey, Joey franchise out in the game, right? Yesterday, I thought was the most impressive performance I've ever seen from Joe Burrow so far in his career. Um, and I think that that performance yesterday maybe cemented him as being better than Justin Herbert. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced anymore that Justin Herbert is better. Um, I'm not convinced anymore that Justin Herbert is better than Joe Burrow. I think they're both extremely talented. Don't get me wrong. They're both very, very talented. Um, yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell you who is better. Um, but, but let, let, you know, let's, let's, let's start from the beginning of the game, right? So in the first quarter, I mean, listen, Chiefs score a touchdown on their first, what was their first three drives? I think they went down, score a touchdown. And the Bengals put up a solid 10 points. Like they, but, but it, it started to feel like, hey, you know, the Chiefs are driving again. They're driving, they're driving, they're driving. The Bengals defense had no answers for the Chiefs offense all day. Right? It felt like Eli Apple was getting burned all day long by Tyree Kill. Um, and it just felt like, hey, you know, these guys, Trey Hendrickson, DJ Reader, Chris Hubbard, like they're not getting enough pressure. The linebackers, like there were some tackling issues for sure. I know we all thought that when Jarek McKinnon was was kind of running all over this Bengals defense. And it really felt like, hey, Travis Kelsey's doing what he wants to do. Tyreek Hill's doing what he wants to do. Patrick Mahomes is doing what he wants to do. And I think to everyone, pretty much in the Twitterverse, everyone was looking at this and said, well, you know, if Kansas City's able to keep this up, the Bengals, you know, Bengals are in trouble because they had no answers for what Kansas City was doing offensively. They just say, boom, boom, boom. I, it was, there were no answers for that. And I was saying, no, I was saying, like, you know, this game, obviously, it isn't over, right? Comebacks happen, and I, it would be, you know, I think it would be way too way too early to to presume that, hey, like, this game is this game is over, right? And I think I tweeted out um, something along those lines yesterday. Um, and, and, but, but we get to the end of the half, right? We're, we're, we're closing down. And once again, you know, the, 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 the chiefs are driving, right? Um, like, like they were driving, right? And it felt like almost like, oh, you know, this, this is, this could be it. The Chiefs go down the field and score a touchdown here. Then they get the ball after half, and they're up twenty-eight to ten. I don't, I don't really, you're, you know, even a field goal twenty-four to ten. I mean, I'm not so sure how the Bengals, you know, are going to get back in this game because that's a lot of points to come back on 
an offense that virtually had been perfect so far. And I think, you know, this wasn't a key error of by the Chiefs, by the way. You know, listen, I think this was a key error by Patrick Mahomes, right? And and he and give him credit. Give him credit. Patrick Mahomes owned up to his mistake, right? When it's fourth and goal and you have what was it, like under 10 seconds, 10 seconds, under 10 seconds. Um, why are you throwing the ball in bounds, right? Why are you throwing a swim pass to swing pass to Tyreek Hill, right? The only thing that you should be doing, right, is throwing it into the end zone. Get that ball in the end zone, right? Because you know you want that ball to either be a touchdown or an incompletion, right? Because if, it com- if it's a completion in bounds and they'll get out of bounds, you know, the clock's turning up. Right, and so when he threw that swing pass to Tyreek Hill, and you see, oh wait, the Bengals kind of get a break here, and now they're only down by eleven. You thought, okay, well they're still in this game, but they would need to come out in the second half and be great, right? Because even though the Chiefs didn't score, hey, they had almost scored on that last drive, and they put up twenty-one points, and it felt very easy for this team. And, you know, I was texting, I was tweeting, I was like, hey, you know, believe in the Bengals, right? They're still in this one. And this was the best second half of Joe Burrow's career so far, I think. Because what I saw out of Joe Burrow yesterday was Eli Manning-esque in the Super Bowl. Spinning out of sacks. When he spun out of the sack from Chris Jones, then outran Chris Jones for that first down, I was astounded. He was spinning out of tackles, running to his right, and he threw a first down pass. It was either Jamar Chase or T. Higgins. By the way, T. Higgins yesterday... He was a play difference maker. Six catches, 103 yards for the Bengals. He was spectacular yesterday. Um, and what we saw out of the Bengals was, hey, this offense is really lighting up, right? And so they were, you know, they scored points, right, in, in, in the third quarter, right? And Patrick Mahomes threw an interception in the third quarter. And so you felt, oh, my God, this is it. So Patrick Mahomes did way too much in the in, in the second half. He was trying to do way too much. And I think we as all all of us as football fans can acknowledge that Patrick Mahomes did have to too, did, did was was horrendous in the second half yesterday, right? And he was trying to do too much. And this is a problem with Patrick Mahomes, right? You know, early in the game he was great because he was taking his checkdowns, right? Oh, just get a three-out flat out flat route out to Jarek McKinnon or you know Miko Harmon on a on a wide receiver screen. Like that's fine. Travis Kelsey on a little sit-down route. Like all those are great. And he was willing to take those passes, right? But the Bengals were, were, were giving him. Then the Bengals changed to man, get a little bit of pressure, and then suddenly Patrick Mahomes has no answers for them. And that's the problem. I feel like Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's able, he's capable of making all these great plays. But I'm not so sure he can figure out how to win games. When you look at Josh Allen, he's able to figure out how to win games, right? And we all know that Patrick Mahomes is a much better team than Josh Allen. I know Josh Allen has a great defense, right, in some parts. I know he's got a great offense in some parts. But, you know, you look at Kansas City, I think they got a better offensive line, probably better running backs, better tight end. Like, offensively, that team's set up, right, to win. And I just think to myself, like, 
I'm not so sure Patrick Mahomes, you know, knew what he was doing, right? Because if he had just, you know, game managed that second half, they would probably win that game. Right? You're up by 11, run the ball, take time off the clock. And instead, Patrick Mahomes makes a really bad decision, rolling to his left, right-handed, you know, right-arm dominant, throws a pass that would have been intercepted anyways, but got a big man interception, so I was happy about that. Bengals score, right? And by the way, it's not like Kansas City's defense played badly, I thought, right? I mean, that was points off of a turnover. Then, I believe it was Legereus Neen makes a great play on the ball thrown by Joe Burrow. Wasn't a bad pass. was a decent pass, right? Intercepted, but Patrick Mahomes could do nothing with it, right? And we saw a couple times yesterday Patrick Mahomes running around, running around, running around, then gets sacked. And you're asking yourself, why, why is he doing that, right? Like, you know, Sam Hubbard had two sacks yesterday. Trey Anderson had a sack and a half, and B.J. Hill had half a sack. So, altogether, Patrick Mahomes was sacked four times, which, you know, but all those, I believe, came in the second half. And you, and you think about that, and you say, that's, that's a problem, right? Patrick Mahomes is trying to do too much, right? And Joe Burrow, slowly by slowly, pass, pass, Joe Mixon run. Good pass, good decision. All right, winding down the clock. All great decisions by Joe Burrow yesterday. I mean, really, I think we have to give him a good amount of applause. You know, that touchdown pass to Jamar Chase, a two-point conversion, excellent, right? And in and, and, and this second half was Bengals defense playing really well, right? Because Kansas City, we knew they had a chance to score at the end of that game, right, in the end of regulation. But Patrick Mahomes took a bad sack. Fumbled. Luckily, Bucker made the field goal. And so now we're going to overtime, and we think to ourselves, okay, well, we, whoever's winning the coin toss is going to win this game, right? Because that's how it usually happens, 10-1 in the playoffs. Kansas City wins the coin flip, and we all think to ourselves, up, oh, there we go. And this is why the OT rules should not be changed. Because Patrick Mahomes, once again, tried to do too much in one play. Like, you don't need to do that much. You don't need to do that much with the ball. Patrick Mahomes heaved one downfield. Great play. And by the way, the ball should have been in there. He threw like one that Eli Apple should have picked off easily on the play like right before. It got to the point where Patrick Mahomes, he can play from down. But I felt like this was a bit different. I felt like there was more pressure on him to win. And he made a careless decision. A couple. And he tried to get it all back in one play. He said, hey, we're winning this ball. We're winning this game right now. Got intercepted. Put McPherson in range for the Bengals. And how you doing? Keep it moving. That's the game. Bengals move on. And they deserve to win this game. It was an 18-point comeback. The Chiefs in the in, in, in the second half scored three points. You can't do that. They fell, they fell apart. They didn't went, run for, went away from the run game. And those are all the... You know, that's the recipe to losing a football game. And so we look at the Chiefs now and we say, well, they got cap problems for sure. They don't have a lot of cap space and they got to, you know, they got to sign some players. Will Tyron Matthew be a Chief next year? I don't know. Will Orlando Brown? I mean, like there are some good players that they're going to have to re-sign. And Tyree Kill's contract is up 
not this season, but the season after next. And you really have to consider, well, you know, this defense, either it's going to take the hit or the offense isn't going to be able to have as many weapons for Patrick Mahomes to, to work with. Because this contract is $36, you know, $36 million cap hit next season. And that's going to keep going up, by the way. That's not the minimum. It's going to keep going up after that. So, you know, congratulations to the Bengals. They played hard. They deserve to win. Um, they were the better team in the second half by far. And they weren't, you know, they weren't the better team in the first half, but it was a lot closer. So congratulations to the Bengals. They're meeting the Rams who took down the Niners also in a second half comeback. So interestingly, um, at the end of the first half, it was 10, seven. And honestly, this was a, this was a first half where it felt like, Hey, the Rams should be up, but somehow the Niners are. And the reason why I say this, because, the Rams, I believe, had more yards, right? And they drove down the field, and Matt Stafford threw an interception in the red zone. And this wasn't a, you know, it wasn't totally on him. It was a tip ball that kind of got lucky and landed in, in the hands of a Niners receiver, uh, or a Niners defender, excuse me. Um, And, you know, the Niners weren't great. I mean, they did some good things on offense um, in the first half. And Debo obviously had that huge play where he just ran all the way in into the end zone. Um, and he was incredible yesterday. Debo Samuel was the reason why the San Francisco team was even in the game. Um, but the second half is where stuff started to heat up. And particularly in the fourth quarter. Um, the third quarter, obviously, Niners scored a touchdown. It was on a Jimmy G to, I believe it was a George Kittle pass. Right? And then the Rams turned it on. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, Kendall Blanton, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, 11 catches, 142 yards, two touchdowns yesterday. Incredible performance. Going to get OBJ, nine catches, 113 yards. Huge day. Vaughn Miller, big day. It's a lot of pressure on the quarterback, right? Eric Weddle, good day. Aaron Donald. Good day. And by the way, they were all good days without any sacks on Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't sacked once. But they got pressure on him. And in the fourth quarter, Matthew Stafford led a couple drives, put up 13 points. And then with two minutes left to go, Jimmy G, this is, hey, this is redemption. For all those people talking about Jimmy G, hey, this guy, you know, hey, he's not it. He has a good win-to-loss ratio, but he's not a winning quarterback. He's not talented. That was his chance to silence all of the hours. If he had led a game-winning drive, game-tying drive, whatever it is there, I think he silences the critics. Instead, he makes another poor decision and throws a pick, and the game ends. That's it. And it wasn't as if, I mean, this game, I, I wasn't totally impressed by either team. And maybe that's because it was an FC West matchup. I mean, the Niners could have won this game. Jaquiski Tart had basically, I mean, it was basically an arm punt. All he had to do was catch it from Matthew Stafford. And he didn't make the play. And I know he feels like, I know, I know it feels like, hey, you know, 
that was all on him. That was a game-defining play. If he makes that play, the, you know, the Niners don't lose. But you can't look at it like that, right? Of course, if he had made that play, I think the Niners probably win that game. But there were plenty of plays throughout the game that if the Niners had made, they would have won. All right, so I don't think he should feel bad, right? It's one play, and that happens to everyone sometimes. Matthew Stafford played good. He was he was great throwing the ball, you know, for the most part. He made a couple bad decisions. Jimmy Garoppolo probably should have had about two or three interceptions, not just one. Um, you know, both teams really went away from the run game. You know, Debo Samuel, leading rusher. Elijah Mitchell, 11 for 20. Yikes. Cam Akers, 13 for 48. Sony Michelle, 10 for 16. Like, both run. I mean, this was an air attack game. And, and mostly on the side of the Rams, who, by the way, made mistakes too. I mean, listen, Ben Skoranek had a chance to catch a touchdown and he dropped it. I mean, there were there were mistakes in this game. But I think what we learned is that the Rams, like A, Matty Stafford, really, really talented quarterback, right? Without a doubt, Matthew Stafford is one of the most talented quarterbacks, right? He has a lot of ability, a lot of talent. Yeah, he's going to make some poor decisions, but he's talented. And I think that's what we're, you know, going to this game. And I said it. I said, listen, Jimmy G is either going to be the reason why the Niners win or the Niners lose. And I said to all of you, I said, I'm going to bet on Jimmy G being the reason why the Niners lose this game. And what do you know? The Niners lost. Why? Because Jimmy G wasn't spectacular. He wasn't even good. He was okay. You know, he was 16 for 30. 232 yards, two two touchdowns, one interception. Not good, right? And I know he's a good locker room guy, and I know people think he wins, you know, blah, 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 but he doesn't win, right? Kyle Shanahan has to win despite him, and those are the exact words I used. And he wasn't able to. I mean, how do you overcome, right? How do you overcome this? You know, somehow his QBR was 71, which is remarkable to me, given that he completed 53% of his passes, right? I mean, his pass rating is 87. I, I, I frankly, I don't know. I don't know how his, his pass rating and QBR are so high. Because you look at Matthew Safford, right, and his stats from ESPN. Let's see his stats, because we all know Matthew Safford had a much better game yesterday, right? Matthew Stafford had a 61.9 QBR. Okay. What, what about Joe Burrow? I, mean, I think we can all agree that Jimmy Garoppolo was the least talented quarterback yesterday on the field. Right? We all we all knew that. Wow. That's just remarkable. I mean, like that's just, this is just stupid at this point. How does Jimmy G have a 71 QBR? That's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, again, Jimmy G was the reason why this why this Niners team lost. Right, their defense was playing out of their minds, especially their secondary. They were getting pressure on Stafford. I mean, I thought that this was a very good game for the Niners. Right, Nick Bosa had a one and a half sacks. I mean, he was playing great. The defense held him to 20 points. I mean, that's what you're looking for. 20 points. I mean, the Bucs defense gave up way more last week. 20 points. 
at home, if you're holding a home team to 20 points, I'd say that's a win. So the fact that the Niners didn't win this game has to be put on their offense. It wasn't that Debo wasn't open. All right, remember when George Kittle was running down the seam earlier in the game and Jimmy Garoppolo airmailed him? That's who you get. Mediocre quarterback play like Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't even know if he's mediocre. I think he's subpar. It's not going to get you anywhere special. Right? Because at the end of the day, the plays that you need him to make, he's not going to be able to make. Right? And the Rams, the far more talented team, didn't play a great game. Again, like I didn't think the Rams, you know, the fourth quarter I thought they played really, really well. But they didn't score in the first or the third quarter. Right? And in the fourth quarter, they got a little bit lucky. You know, they made some good plays. Right? OBJ made some great plays. Cooper Cup made some great plays. Um, Matthew Stafford made some good plays. But the Rams didn't overwhelm me and say, wow, I mean, this team is, you know, this team is the real deal. You know, they're going to run away and win this game. I felt like the Niners at any point, if Jimmy G stepped up to the plate, could win this game. Because you know Debo is so explosive. That anything can happen. You know that George Kittle ain't going to happen. He can make some big plays. You got Elijah Mitchell. You got Trent Williams on that offense line. I mean, what what can happen? Um, You know, ultimately, I I just, I, I think that this Niners team had their worst quarterback remaining in the playoffs in a show. But congratulations to the Rams. I mean, they deserve this win. They were the better team when it counted. And they're going to the Super Bowl to, you know, at home, right? They're playing in SoFi. And they are they open up as favorites against the Bengals. And that's going to be an interesting one. Obviously, we're going to get into, you know, our Super Bowl preview and everything like that later. But I thought we had two good games yesterday, two entertaining games, two comebacks, um, and two first-time quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford versus Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, a second-year quarterback. Matthew Stafford, 13th year. You know, one city, big, bright lights. Another, Midwest. One went to the Super Bowl a few years ago and lost to the Patriots. Another hasn't been to the Super Bowl since, I think, the 80s. This is going to be a great game. Um, I'm very excited for the Super Bowl. I'm very excited for the Pro Bowl. Tom Brady did just announce, by the way, that he will not be playing in the Pro Bowl, I believe. Um... So, you know, that that's what's going on. Those are the games. It was a great championship weekend. We have one more game left in the regular season, or regular and postseason. Right? One more game left in the NFL season, unless you count the Pro Bowl, which is two. Um, and we're, we're, we're excited. I'm excited here. We're ready to cover it in our full master plan way. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the master plan. Once again, congratulations to the Rams. Congratulations to the Bengals, and uh, we'll see you at SoFi in just under two weeks. So thank you, and have a great day. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.